Oh, good. Okay, because I, I updated my computer yesterday. <laughs> and it's I never a gamble. know. I never know what's going to happen. <laughs> I like to live dangerously. <laughs> That's right. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Oddities. I'm Cassie. I'm Anna. And welcome back to Strange Town. So, before we do anything else, wasn't that fun? That was cute, right? Um, Yeah. Okay. Our shit's in the description. You guys know the drill. (laughs) The end. On to the fun shit. (laughs) Goodbye. Goodbye. How are you today, my friend? I'm good. I'm, as I usually do, woke up this morning and was like, I could sleep for six more hours. Ah, I'm familiar with that feeling. Yeah. uh, But otherwise, I'm good. I'm trying to even think of what's going on lately. I'm working. I've been working a lot, and that's really been where I've been living. And I saw you. Oh, I got the most stupendous, stupendous... That's a word. Now I just invented it. Yes, it is. The most stupendous gift ever from Cassie. And it's on our, it was on our Instagram stories, but it's. We should put a picture up too. Yeah. It's a Lord of the Rings, brilliant 30 year old poster. And it's so good. I'm so glad you like it. And, and we have to give, okay. So, um, the artist, first of all, I am very much not the artist on this. I have zero artistic talent. This was all Jesse Price. So check him out on Instagram. And actually, we could we could include the link to his Instagram, yeah? On our, on yeah, the big time. Yeah, yeah it's, we'll do that. It's, so. Jesse Price's uh, Instagram is in the description. He's incredibly talented. So freaking talented, I can't. When he sent me the preview of it, I was like, oh, my God. Like, my face melted off. I was so excited. <laughs> <laughs> how how does one person have this like ability to do this? Shit? I don't know, dude. Because I it's I for sure I can't. So I have no understanding of shit like that, and it's brilliant. So it'll be uh, the picture will be on our Instagram, and Jesse's Instagram will be in the description. <laughs> that was so complicated. My brain started hurting halfway through. <laughs> I was doing it with you in my mind, and I was like, this is hard, <laughs> hard to say. I was really afraid my brain was going to flip the words, and I was going to get it fucked up. But anyway, <laughs> if you want to check out Jesse, go to the description. And yeah, that's otherwise, that's been me. I just realized I spent my first week as a 30-year-old. Check. How'd it go? Pretty normal. <laughs> Excellent. And nothing has oh. changed. This is the first time we're recording where I'm actually 30. Yes. I just realized. Because we pre-record, yeah. you guys know what's up, and we're doubling up, so get ready for next week. Oh, here it comes. 30 flirty and recording. That's right. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. How fun. Anyway, how um, are you? I'm good. Uh, oh, one more thing I want to say about Jesse. I just have to give a shout out. He was so easy to work with. And everybody always loves that. So I just wanted to I wanted to put that there. Um, oh, I love Jesse. <laughs> how am I? Okay, what's going on? I finished midterms. Hooray! The, those were those were a bitch. 
<laughs> okay. Uh-oh, I've lost you. I'm dancing. Can you see me? <laughs> you're... I can see you dancing, but I... Oh, now you're yawning. Okay, good. You're back. Oh, yes, I'm back. I definitely was okay, good. yawning. <laughs> okay, so I I finished midterms and they were... They sucked, but Yikes. they're done. And let's see. What other big things do I have to share? We put in an offer on a house that we really <gasps> liked. So fingers crossed, everybody. Ooh. Although I'll know by tomorrow, which is like... I don't know when this comes out. It co- doesn't come out for a while. April so. 10th. But it's, yes, it's very exciting. And I'm trying to think of what else is. Ha- oh, I've been watching this show on Peacock called One of Us is Lying. And it's pretty good. And I'm going to finish it today, I think. It's it's like a very much a whodunit type of, type of thing, but with high schoolers. It has like Breakfast Club vibes, but with murder. I don't know. I saw, uh, I feel like a trailer or a clip of that show, and I was like, "What's happening here?" I love a whodunit. Did you Did you ask me something? It cut out again. It did. You're back. I'm gonna move to data and see if it's just the internet. I'll wait here. <laughs> can Can you hear me? Oh no. Oh god. I have a triangle with an exclamation point in the middle of it. Tragedy is struck. Just me now. Cassie's left me. <laughs> are you Hello? Are you there? What the fuck is going... Okay. What in God's name? Okay, can you hear me? <laughs> what in God's name? Yes. I've been recording this whole time, so whoever's oh, editing this so one is going to have a blast. It's um, me. Oh, God. <laughs> Good luck to you. Thank you. Okay. What What did you hear and where did I leave off? <laughs> you were talking about the One of Us is Lying show. Oh, okay. How much of it did you hear? The whole thing. But the only oh. thing I said was, I saw a trailer for it, and I was like, what's happening here? But I love a whodunit. Yeah, it's. It, I mean, it's, you know, it's, like, some of the stuff that happens in it, you're like, oh, my God, I want to kill you guys. But then, like... Well, because they're high school age, right? Yes, yeah, so, therefore, yeah. So, um, but, like, I have genuinely been stumped this whole time, and that, like, never happens. Usually I can call this shit. So it's, it's good. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing who, in fact, done it. Exactly so. right. I I feel like that was a book. I saw that that was a book at one point, but it I never. Have, yeah, it may have been. I don't know. That's all they're doing lately. They're just like, can we make this book into a TV series? Speaking of books, yep. I I started this. Well, I started rereading the first Harry Potter, and it's very engaging. Oh, good. I'm, I'm all happy over for again. You. Thank you so much. I know the story. <laughs> I know every in and out, and I'm still like, ooh. Um, <laughs> And Dumbledore's still a wild card. Yep. And, but I started reading this book. It's, I'm not going to get the name right, which is unfortunate. But it's about uh, an American spy mm-hmm. that was, like, working for the Allies all throughout World War II in Germany. Uh, this is real? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a true story. Interesting. Her, like, great-great-niece is the author of the book and she like oh. scoured through records and letters and, and it's already like so interesting. Cool. Yeah. It's I'm, ugh. and that kind of shit is absolutely mind boggling. And she was supposed to spend like a year in a prison camp and Hitler overruled it and was like, no, we're killing her. And they, they put her in the guillotine and they decapitated her. Jesus Christ. I forget Isn't that the fucking crazy? was in use that late. Dude, it was in use was until in the use, 70s. Like, yeah, so late. Well, like, isn't that so weird to think about? 
did I ever tell you about my wormhole that I went down with the guillotine? Yes, I think you. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> so for our listeners that don't know, I have trouble sleeping sometimes, a lot of the time, and <laughs> most of the time. And I I was up at like two thirty a.m. reading about the guillotine, and I read some shit, and that's how I learned that I, we were the world was using it until like the seventies. I read an excerpt of a of a doctor that was at. Uh, a guillotine I almost said a guillotine hanging I don't know a guillotine show Remix. yeah a guillotine I, show because like yeah. what what did they call it they, they throw up some strobe lights and some EDM music and it's a guillotine <laughs> show baby but you know what I'm saying like what did they call that like why did people go see everyone's fucked up that people a, went to go a see beheading, it a beheading I guess I guess yeah that, <laughs> that's fair so a be. <laughs> A doctor was at a beheading, and he watched the head roll into the basket, and the eye blink at him. Yep, yep. Isn't that? And I gotta tell wild? you something. I would not be the same if I was no, that no. man. That has a long term effect. That right there, big that time. Moment for sure has a long term effect. Also, you're broken. Petition to remove the word beheading from the English language and replace with guillotine show. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I will not. God damn it. <laughs> but anyway, when we when you were switching FaceTime videos, completely forgot what was happening. Yeah, Jesus Christ. This has really been a trip so far. Um Hi everybody, welcome back. Welcome back to where we can't get a control on the technical situation. We just can't um, do it. So so getting to the reason you're all here. That's um, right. Our topics. I have like an extremely heavy one. Like disclaimer needed. Okay. What's yours looking like? Mine. I'm doing the smiley face murders. Oh Jesus! So we've just got. It's just a heavy, a heavy episode. Right? Yeah. I mean, I think mine. There's still death in mine, but I don't. It doesn't sound like it's going to be as heavy as yours. Mine is like a very uh, gruesome situation. Okay. Maybe, Maybe I should I'll go wrap first. up. Yeah. Okay. All also, right, guys. If you guys, if the world is too much, because God knows the world is too much, skip this week. We'll see you next week. Yeah, we'll see you next week. Or if if mine sounds like it's going to be too heavy, go to Anna's, and it sounds like it's maybe slightly lighter. But yeah, feel free Question to just skip mark. us. And we'll see you next time. Stay strange. So. Yeah, because <laughs> we know the world is too much. Life being alive is hard. We get it. For sure. Okay. So today I am covering. Wanana, the murder of Katarzyna Zawada. And okay. I hope I didn't mess up how her name's pronounced. I believe she's Polish, so it's it's spelled a little different than what I'm used to seeing. So it could be Katarzyna. Anyway, she suffered this, like, absolutely just horrendous death. And she was murdered in January 1999. Oh, my um, God. Yeah, so we're going, we're going back a little bit. And uh, this case felt like a dead end. And then they catch the killer 20 years later. Oh, my God. I know. And this, so it's wild how this shit goes down and leaves me with a lot of questions. But, okay, here we go. We're on our way. So, Katarzyna had just started studying religion at the Jagiellonian University, which was in Krakow. Uh, she had started in 1998. She was 23 years old. She had already endured, like, several difficulties in life she lost her father two years prior in 1996 
Her grief turned into like a very heavy depression. Um, and people, oh. her friends considered her to be kind, but quote, sad and withdrawn. Oh. That makes me so sad. That does um, for me too. Yeah. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Everything started going like, I guess like awry. November 12th, 1998. She was supposed to meet her mother at a nearby psychiatry clinic because she was ready to like face her depression and, and treat it because she felt it was eroding her life. Um, but she never showed up at the appointment. Oh, my God. And there is no CCTV footage to date that can tell us exactly what happened to her that day. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. So her mother uh, obviously was very concerned. She contacts Katarzyna's friends. She doesn't get any answers. Um, and she waits for a few hours before the worry finally gets the better of her, and she heads towards the nearby police station and was told to wait, uh, which, of course, she felt utterly frustrated at this, but the police were like, well, incidents like these happen. She's 23. She's not a minor. Uh, we have to wait a little bit. So the police soon figure out that the matter isn't that simple because they set out on a thorough search, and they can't locate her anywhere. It's like she's vanished completely into thin air. There's like, there's without a trace. Right. And it was only a month later that some light was kind of shed on the whole matter uh, because of a very, very uh, gruesome discovery. So oh, God. this is like gag worthy. This is like nasty. So January 6th, 1999, a tugboat captain was out in the Vistula River. It was supposed to be just like a regular day for him. And then he hears something jam up his boat's propeller, right? And so oh he directs God. the crew. Yes, he directs the crew to investigate. Uh, relatively certain that it'd probably be like a tree branch or like something along those lines. Um, they remove the latch and this like putrid stench just like overpowers them. Um, they try to make sense of this. I don't mean to laugh. It's just like it's so awful. This yeah. rubber like pale extended substance that's wrapped around the propeller and what they discover is that it was a human ear attached to what would later turn out to be Katarzyna's entire skin oh my god I know also so, of course they're trying to figure it out because they would never think that they had that there was a body in their propeller. are you kidding me if I open that up and saw that I'd be like what the fuck is this I would have thought who, it was who? like a paper mache. I would have thought it was you. Just your brain wouldn't automatically be like, "This is a body." You would never Everything's think that. Everything's polluted. I'd be like, "This is somebody's garbage or something." Right. And it's exactly. All caught up in my shit. Yeah. So a few days later, uh, the police comb the river. They discover other parts of her. So like her right leg and a couple of other parts. And oh unfortunately, God. her complete body, like all of it, was never found. And her loved ones had to reconcile with the reality that they would never be able to bury her fully. So. That's horrible. I know. So initially, it was assumed that the body had been destroyed by, like, the propeller. However, when they examined the other fragments that they had found, it was found that the skin was removed from the torso on purpose, and the limbs and head were cut off, and then the skin was prepared in such a way to create a bodysuit that the murderer had probably been wearing. Oh, my God. I know. This is, like, so gnarly. So... The Polish police bring in investigators from the FBI, which... Here we go. Dun, 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 dun. We had to take a break from solving cryptos, cryptos for this. Uh, at, so they were determined to get to the roots of 
what the fuck happened here? Um, and it turned out that based on their investigation, they determined she had been tortured ruthlessly and then skinned alive before being murdered. Oh my God. I just, I mean, honestly, who the fuck would like, I can't even, I'm like the amount of chills and nausea that's rolling through my body. I can't, I know, I know. And so to add to the shock, like I said, her skin had been neatly cut up to her left ear as if to build, like, a suit out of it. Her nipples were missing, which was, nope. like, nope. so bizarre and gross. And then after that, they became more determined to investigate what was left of the body. Uh, and, you know, the coroner determines that her remains had been in the water for about two to three weeks. Which, like, I gotta say, it would, given these circumstances and everything, it'd be very difficult to determine a timeline based on what they were working with, like, mm. and that it had gone through the propeller and, like, you know, everything yeah. else. So they gave the code name Leather to the case, and then they roughed up all the possible leads they could. They went as far as investigating other unrelated crimes. <clears throat> so in May 1999, another murder was reported in which the victim's head had been scalped, uh, you know, and you don't often find killers with skin fetishes, apparently, so they investigated this killer for Katarzyna's murder. But um, his name was Vladimir W. Uh, he had been arrested for killing the victim uh, who had been scalped, who was his father. So he had no link to Jesus Katarzyna. He had, uh, he had already been arrested. A year after they opened this, they officially closed the case. Um, but a dedicated team of investigators decided to keep their eyes and ears out for like any leads that might come up over time. Uh, and the right time for that would come 18 years later when the murderer would actually be apprehended in October of 2017. Can you believe that? What What was he apprehended for? We're going to get to it. Oh, oh. So, a reinvigorated search for the killer had started earlier than that. So, 2012, we're going to, excuse me, we're going to blast forward to 2012 here. <laughs> the police now have access to forensic technology uh, that they, you know, could only have dreamed of, basically, in 1999. They restart the investigation with, like, a, this renewed vigor, and they collaborate with an international team of experts. Um, and, you know, they all just felt like she deserved justice. They, they wanted to figure out what the fuck had happened to her. And they felt like this new science and everything could do that. So mm. here comes a breakthrough. There's a 3D expertise laboratory uh, in the Roclaw Medical University. And they built a model of the injuries that were inflicted on Katarzyna. Then, in 2014, the FBI helped to draw up a psychological profile of the killer, which, just anything I, with the FBI, I'm, you know, I, I would go harder on the 3D, like, renderings of her wounds and everything, but anyway. Yeah, so experts, that seems more based in science. Right. So experts create this 3D model, um, and they conclude that the attacker had used a sharp tool to wound his victim on her neck, armpit, and groin to inflict pain and then cause her to bleed out. Uh, ultimately, in 2014, um, with this the psychological profile that they create is obviously pointing to sadistic tendencies. Um, in 2016, investigators consult with University of Coimbra professor Duarte Nuno Vieira, who is a Portuguese specialist in forensics and a UN expert in the field of signs of torture on the human body. Oh, and damn. he confirmed that she had, in fact, been tortured before her death. And that the perpetrator was probably trained in martial arts, specifically one particular type, 
which he did not disclose like publicly. It's just kept into the report. So this report reads, quote, <clears throat> the 23-year-old student was beaten first, then her neck, armpits, and groin were cut with a knife, and she died from blood loss. The victim was probably alive when she was skinned. The right limb over the ankle joint had to be strapped to something until finally, between December 7th and 14th, 1998, the perpetrator choked the victim with the chain. Before that, he had been giving her drugs. Stab wounds, chop wounds, and lacerations were also discovered. He also probably sexually abused her when she was dead. So how do they how do they finally catch this complete and total monster fucking fuck this fucking guy piece of garbage of a human so october 4th 2017 um at this point we've officially hit 19 years after the murder the police arrest 52 year old robert jengzuski in krakow's kazimira's district um they searched his apartment and found blood in his bathroom and as a result, the bath and frame were secured for further testing, and he was a person of interest in 1999, but had not been arrested. He fits the psychological profile, and he was also trained in martial arts, knew the victim, visited the victim's grave, and had a history of harassing women. He had Perfect. previously worked. Yeah. He had previously worked in a dissecting lab where he dealt with human corpses. Oh. Okay. And he also he also worked at the Krakow Institute of Zoology where he could observe the process of preparing um, animal skins. <clears throat> but his employment with them was terminated the day after he had killed all of the Institute's rabbits during one of his shifts, and he couldn't explain his actions. This guy's he fucking crazy. all of the rabbits, and then he was just like, I don't know, what the fuck is happening? I, I'd be like, okay, yeah, you're for sure fired. What the hell? So the police detain him after a letter from the suspect's friend. And the contents of the letter are closely guarded secret of the investigation, but I would assume they kind of probably, like, shed some light on a lot of this stuff. Sure. Um, he was charged with aggravated murder with particular cruelty. He maintains that he did not know Katarzyna. Uh, the Court of Appeal agreed to extend his detention until September 6th, 2018, while investigators gathered evidence. In December of that year, he complained of harassment from the prison guards. The claims were investigated and found to be groundless. Um, and as of September 2019, he's not been released. Investigators requested a closed trial. But the blood that they found in the bathroom is mm. apparently Katarzyna's. Like, all these years later, they still found some. Isn't that crazy? How can that be? It's got to have been, like, behind something or, like, in, like, uh. a little nook. Like, somewhere where he couldn't readily wipe it down. And obviously, if this guy... Like, I, in the grout or something. Yeah, like, and I would assume this guy probably, like, I, I shudder to think what his fucking apartment or whatever looked like. It's probably Ugh. a f disgusting, disgusting place. And that's everything. So as of my research, he is still detained. They cannot let this guy go. Like, this trial better find him guilty. Also, I just have to say, and I don't support this in any way but for this guy in particular if he is getting harassed by the guards good good i know this guy is a fucking piece of shit get it fucked is bro disgusting um and That's... i mean the shit that he did when he was working at like the zoology institute and killing all those rabbits and then like he worked in like i mean the whole thing <clears throat> i get it right like and i get why he was a suspect 
when they initially investigated. And I, I suppose I understand probably why they couldn't have arrested him at that point. They didn't have enough to arrest him. But, like, sure. if I was an investigator, I would have been like, this is the guy. Right. Like, you know, I mean, it's one of those things where you're like, this, this is absolutely the person. Like, everything lines up pretty perfectly for him. Uh, pretty much, yeah. So that is that is the murder of Katarzyna Zawada. It is absolutely awful. And I hope that they can put this guy away definitively and, like, her mom can get an ounce of peace with all of this. That's what it's, I really hope. It's so terrible. I, I mean, I can't even imagine, like, what she felt during all of this and just, and- ugh. To lose her husband and then lose her and daughter, her daughter like, this, like two, two years, years later. later. <clears throat> I know. That's fucking awful. I know. Wow, it's so fuck fun. that guy, man. I know. So this was a very heavy one. It was quite the case. And I really hope he just sits in prison and rots for the rest of his life. For sure. If he's killing animals, like he's got the tendency to be a serial killer. Big time. And it wasn't just, like, a couple. He killed all the fucking rabbits. Rabbits. Like, what the fuck? And then he's just like, I don't know. Uh, you don't know? Like very clearly a deeply disturbed individual. And I'm sorry, but I don't think that he's capable of being helped or should be helped and then let back out no. into the world. No. I don't think that's okay. No, 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 no. I agree. Let him get help and then sit in a prison cell. Yeah, big time. Yeah, this guy is, like, the... The garbagiest of garbage. Oh, God, that's I'm my body feels funny. You know what I'm saying? I know. Like, that's how I felt when I was researching this. And I kept reading and it like kept getting worse. And I was like, oh, my fucking God, with this guy. Oh, that's so awful. it's it's like so outrageously terrible that it almost feels like something that you'd find in a movie. Or a, it or a feels book, like or Silence it, of the Lambs. It feels like very Buffalo. What it Buffalo Bill? Yeah, Buffalo Bill. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it felt like. But I can't remember if it was Ed. It's Ed something. I think the serial killer, and he like made lamps out of people's skin. Yeah, Ed. Um, Is that oh Geist? God. I want to say yes, or something. Something along those lines. I, I know I, who you're talking about, though. Yeah. And he yeah. made, like, a, a nipple belt, which is easily yep. the worst sentence. So disgusting. That's a horrible two f- words to go together, and it makes me yep. nauseous. Yeah, I feel a little nauseous at the moment. Well, I mean, I don't know how much better I'm going to be, so here we go. Here we go. Here we go. So did you see the email that we received about this one? No. Oh, my God. This is the funniest. Can I just share that really quick? Yeah. With you. Okay. So, I can't, because she included some some research, too, about this. So, this is, okay. Let me, you're going to laugh. So, this is, this one, the smiley face is from one of our listeners. She's a, mm-hmm. she's a longtime listener and our friend. Yeah. And she, she writes real quick, hey, pals, so I have a confession. A couple months back when I requested the happy face killings, I meant to request the smiley face killings. So instead of sending so instead of sending Cassie down a horribly dark rabbit hole into the mind of a deranged killer, oops, I meant to send you down a little less horrific rabbit hole full of speculation and a fascinating theory. Instead of making you do double the work due to my sleep-deprived mistake, I did some research and typed up some basic notes. 
that you can run with if you wanted to cover it on the podcast. So she sent some she sent some notes our way too. <laughs> Feel free to add or cut or edit as much to your little heart's desire. Is that not the funniest thing in the universe though? That is really funny. <laughs> She's like, who would have figured that like her typo would have resulted in like another result that was so dark and fucked up also can we just say how sad the word is the world is that we literally changed a word and got a whole different slew of killings yeah there's happy face killings and smiley face killings what the fuck is going on so anyway that's the story behind this i had to share it it's so funny so uh, like Alyssa said technically this is a theory And this was advanced by retired New York City detectives Kevin Gannon and Anthony Duarte, as well as Dr. Lee Gilbertson, who is a criminal justice professor and gang expert at St. Cloud State University. Hmm. Which I always thought that this was a real thing. I didn't realize that this was just a theory. So I've never heard of this at all. Ah. Theory or otherwise. Ted's just losing his mind underneath me. Ted, stop it. Stop it. What's wrong with you? He does that thing where, like, it sounds like he can't breathe. I don't know what he does. Boo decided to do that while we were on the phone with our realtor trying to discuss our offer. And, like, she's just (laughs) in the background, like, and we're like, God, why? This is not the time. This is not the time. So, okay. Yes. As recently as 2017, Gannon and Duarte were examining evidence going back to the late 1990s. They believe it connects the deaths of 45 college-age males whose dead bodies were found in water in 11 states, often 45? after leaving parties or bars. Yeah, 45. Oh my god! And I okay, think their these number are goes all up. males. All males, college-age. Usually, I feel like it's chicks. Wow. Yeah. Often after leaving parties or bars, they're found in water in 11 different states. So according to the former detectives, the men often fit a profile of being popular, athletic, successful students, primarily white. Uh, Ah, okay. Gannon and Duarte have theorized that the young men were all murdered, either by an individual or by an organized group of killers. The term smiley face became connected because they discovered graffiti depicting a smiley face near locations where they think the killer dumped the bodies. And this happened, they think, in at least a dozen cases. Huh. Interesting. So let's talk about some of the victims. So on the 8th of October, 2009, 24-year-old William Hurley called his girlfriend to indicate that he wanted to go home. Mood. Okay. He'd been attending a Boston Bruins home game, but his cell phone battery was running low. When his girlfriend arrived at the last address that they'd spoken about, he wasn't there. And six days later, his body was found in the Charles River, the cell phone smashed nearby. His death was eventually ruled an undetermined drowning, but the police found no evidence of foul play. Many people disputed these claims, including his girlfriend, pointing to his damaged cell phone, as well as blunt force trauma injuries, and a a toxicology report that found high levels of GHB, which is the date rape drug. Mm -hmm. Here's another incident. In 1997, Patrick McNeil stumbled out of a bar in the Upper East Side of New York and was missing for more than a month before his body was found floating in the East River, and his death was declared an undetermined drowning. 
Kevin Gannon was one of the police officers on the case, and he refused to believe that it was an undetermined drowning and promised the deceased parents that he'd find answers. Hmm. According to Gannon, Duarte, and Gilbertson, our trio here, these men didn't drown but were targeted, kidnapped, and murdered by dangerous criminals who remain at large. Okay. They believed that the crimes were motivated by jealousy and reflect a coordinated effort to go after men that a killer perceives to be privileged. They have expanded their database from 45 to 335 cases of suspicious drownings. Holy shit. But they have admitted that most of their evidence is circumstantial. It sounds it. Yes. That's way too high of a number for this to be this particular. Yes. Yeah. The 45 I could maybe, like, maybe see, but yeah. Yeah. But even that seems a little high. That seems steep to me, too, yeah. So decomposition in some of the cases seemed inconsistent, as one victim, Dakota James, was missing for 40 days, but his decomposition seemed to be only about three days. Hmm. Yeah, especially if he was in the water, supposedly, all that time. Yeah. The presence of GHB was also fairly consistent in these cases, but hence the name. They have also found the smiley face graffiti near where they believe to be the crime scenes. I think that's a bold sentence because technically if they're in the water, where is the crime scene? Where is the crime scene? Right. And if you're in New York, there's a lot of graffiti in New York everywhere. I would wager a lot of smiley face graffiti specifically. Yeah. There were a lot of police forces that investigated the deaths that disputed this. They said that there wasn't anything linking the cases. In La Crosse, Wisconsin, where the police department was in charge of eight of the investigations... They concluded that the deaths were accidental drowning of inebriated men and stated that there were no smiley faces found at all. Hmm, I've been to lacrosse. You have? That's weird. Yes, I presented there. That's very Uh, strange. That is weird. Yeah. Criminal profiler Pat Brown called the serial killer theory ludicrous. (laughs) Luda! It does seem, um... (laughs) It seems, um... Like, you had me at the beginning on some of this stuff, and now the more that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, this seems a little, like, some of it seems a stretch to me. Yeah. Pat Brown says that the evidence doesn't fit what is known about serial killers. He also said that smiley faces can probably be seen anywhere within a wide area search, so it seems more coincidental than anything. The FBI, then, then I Oh, good. Here they come. Issued the following statement, quote, The FBI has reviewed the information about the victims provided by two retired police detectives. To date, we have not developed any evidence to support links between these tragic deaths or evidence substantiating the theory that these deaths were the work of serial killers. The vast majority of these instances appear to be alcohol-related drownings, unquote. Uh, They also forgot to mention, nor have we been able to solve cryptos before the CIA, end quote. Right. (laughs) And they promised to continue the work with local pro- with local police to provide support as requested. Okay, bye. Okay, all right. See, see you later, guys. Helpful as always. Yeah. And it seems that even the parents of the victims were skeptical that it was a serial killer, even though initially they supported the idea. Okay. I'm sure they just, you know. Yeah. In 2010, the nonprofit Center for Homicide Research in Minneapolis released a comprehensive study called, quote, Drowning the Smiley Face Murder Theory, unquote. Hot title. Uh, Wow, all right. Where they debunked the idea that the deaths could be linked 
indicating that in most cases they were accidental drownings. They bring up the lack of evidence that there's a serial killer, noting that the bodies were found without signs of torture, strangulation, or otherwise inexplicable blunt force trauma, or other evidence that could be construed as homicidal drowning, which seems to be a rare crime. So basically they're saying, like, if somebody slips and goes down, they're probably going to hit their head or something. Yeah. There's going to be some kind of blunt force trauma, and there's literally nothing else that could be inexplicable. Typically, the blunt force traumas in the two scenarios, one enacted by a person, one enacted by, if you want to call it, like, natural means. Look different. They're different. Yeah, they have different characteristics. So it's like, yeah. Yeah. So as for the GHB issue, there were explanations of the results as being the chemical process of decomposition, the possibility that they took it willingly, and the issue with the, our three people our three trios, the Smiley Face Murders trio, their testing process. Okay. I don't know why they would take that willingly, but I don't know enough about the drug itself if there's like I don't either. Any I don't kind know of high about that comes with it. Either. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. They also talked about the smiley faces themselves, indicating that the variation of style, size, and timing, including some that indicated they were painted long before the deaths occurred. Excellent. So. Okay. Great. We're, we're banging we, it out of the park We've here. got nothing, pretty much. Yeah, basically. They, literally nothing. Yeah. Crime expert Michael Arntfeld commented, quote, saying graffiti was found near the scenes is dubious at best. In most of these cases, we don't know where the men went into the water or where they actually died, unquote. Okay, yeah. Re- research conducted by Arntfeld's own, own students found that the smiley face is the most common non-gang graffiti tag in the U.S. national database. I believe that. I do, too. Yeah, I, I could see that. That would be what I would do. <laughs> yeah, I, I do, like, hearts or smileys or, like, yeah. stars. It's the, <laughs> the easiest to do when you have no artistic talent. Hearts, stars, and horseshoes, clovers, and blue moons. Loons. Just lucky charms all up in this bitch. <laughs> That's right. But I feel like if you're someone who isn't doing graffiti, like people who can do graffiti art where and they have artistic That's talent. Like so is, talented. Yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. Different. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure they do more than a smiley face. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 So according to a 2015 report by the Center for Disease Control, the two lead causes of death for white males under the age of 44 are accidents and suicide, respectively. A fact sheet by the CDC shows that men 18 to 34 are most likely to binge drink, and that is twice as common among men as it is among women, and that its risks include unintentional injuries. Who among us? Who hasn't that happened to? Okay. Right, right. In La Crosse, Wisconsin, a report was filed that between the fall of 2006 and February 2010, Police and foot patrol in La Crosse stopped at least 65 intoxicated persons from approaching local rivers late at night. Oh, snaps for La Crosse. Yeah. The report went on to detail the cases of 20 near-drowning victims who had survived, the explanations being dares, suicide attempts, and accidents. I was going to say dares. Like, that's... Big time. That's got yeah. big dare energy written all over it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And all you really need is one asshole to be like, and then that's it. Yeah. mm -hmm. And to drunk people, everything sounds like a good idea or a challenge. For sure. For sure. 
They also found footwear slip marks that were very common on the riverbanks of Minneapolis. And this is another thing, is that guys will go, they can go to the bathroom anywhere. Well, that's what I was thinking. Like, what if they were just, like, standing there peeing and then they slipped in? Like, right. I mean, it could happen and hit their heads like, and then, yeah. Right. All you need is for the bank to be a little slippery. They're taking a leak. They don't realize it. They go to leave and slip. I also feel like the regions that we've been talking about, like, they would be, like, like these are all mm-hmm. areas where, like, there would be dampness and there would be rain and there would be ice right. and all kinds of shit that could cause right any of this. And that they stopped at least 65 people going. Yeah. And they stopped them and then they found yeah. 20 near drowning victims. Like, it just yeah. seems like this is kind of common that they're Rather going towards water. <clears throat> right. But the trio of the smiley face murders theory are vowing they won't stop. Quote, we have to do something to bring the individuals responsible for this to justice. And I'm telling you, we won't stop until we do. Unquote. Wow, this is conspiracy theory energy. Conspiracy a bit. theory. It is. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I have on the smiley face murders. So thank you, Alyssa. Thank you. How interesting. This is radically different from the topic I covered. A thousand percent. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you. Um, I guess for both topics, honestly. And, yeah, for uh, real. And I actually believe my topic was a listener suggestion as well. Or I found it. I can't remember. If it was a listener, thank you. And I'm sorry. We're trying to be better of about like writing down the names when we receive these. If if you do want to be like mentioned, um, we've had a couple people say they'd like to be. So we're we're working on it. Yeah, yeah. And if you wouldn't, if you want to be mentioned, let us know. Let us and then know. We'll, we'll drop your name. We will. We won't. We'll just give your first name though. We won't. You know. We won't give you your first name, last name, address, social security number. Yeah, yeah. you know. We'll we'll limit it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. <laughs> Yeah, wow. Well, this was um, a hell of an episode. Yeah, and I got to tell you, the I've been out with men many times in my life, and the places that they'll go to take a leak is ridiculous. It's pretty outrageous. So I feel like it is very plausible that they could be peeing, that they're out there for a dare, and they Fucking slip. around. They're just, yeah, yeah, you know, dare or no dare. They're just screwing around. Like, it ha- like right. yeah, I-, I could see it. Yeah, huh. and who among us hasn't done something incredibly dumb while being drunk? For sure. I once sat on the edge of the table and almost capsized the whole table because I didn't realize it was, like, very unbalanced. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the other thing is, like, you have no sense of balance. I almost never know where my feet, what my feet are doing. I you ate know? shit, like, three times in Jamaica, just, like, walking around. Just... Oh, yeah, I always eat shit. Oh, for sure. Well, my ankle did the thing. Too that ankles. Oh do. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Wow. So anyway, this was um. So l- let us know what you guys think. Let about us know what you think. Shit. Yeah, I don't even. <laughs> I don't even. <laughs> between the two, I don't even have words. Um. Yeah, yeah. Let us know what you think. And tune in next week because we're gonna be fucked up. <laughs> we, we are because we're doing back to back, so it's always that way. And yeah, my topic. You can much... tell our brains are fried. I know my topic's much lighter next week. Dude, I don't know mine's wild is. next week. Oh my god, tune in next week because this shit is wild. It's another odd fam suggestion. Oh, here we come. All right, then until next time. Oh my god, you just had some coffee. Let me do it again. Until next time. <laughs> Stay straight. <laughs>